episode of the Blur Talk podcast. Uh, today we're going to discuss. Yo, yeah, we're starting. What's uh, up? Now I got to start all over again. Thanks for that. <laughs> I, I was about to be on a roll too, and then you just. He was. Like, I felt it come. I felt the energy coming. That just. <laughs> we started. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, can you imagine live? Like, a blue bread. Yeah, we start. Yeah, we live. <laughs> but yeah, he like he some chicken with a bucket of wings. Hey, we live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, welcome to the Blur Talk podcast uh, by the Blur Initiative. We will be discussing what advice we will give to our younger self. This actually was one of the harder topics uh, for me. Because I try to look at life as like no regrets, you know what I'm saying? This, then, the third. But of course, you fail in life. You learn from your failures. And it's like, I feel like failure equals growth. So hopefully, uh, when y'all <laughs> tell me or tell us the advice that you'll give to your younger self, maybe something will click to me. But I never um, really thought of advice. Like, because... If I say, hey, don't do this, but then that brought something better in the end, in my opinion, I just feel like it's not really advice that's really be, to be given. Um, but Alex, mm-hmm. a man, you, you have many, many experiences and many things of life. You have, I remember you changing your major <laughs> from different things. Would you have done that still? Or is it something that you would advise your younger self that has nothing to do with? Uh, college or anything like that? Mm, no, nah, I would just told myself, don't stress college as much as I did. I mean, I'm fine still with the path I took with everything I learned from it. Mm-hmm. But just college is even less more important than I originally thought it was when I was younger. I already thought it wasn't that important. Like, coming out of high school, I was like, yeah, I think this is dumb. Um, just, like, thinking of a world going to college to all compete for the exact same job. And they're trying to say that the 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 deferring factor, the differential factor is going to be a college degree. But in my head, I was like, but if everyone's going to college and everyone gets a college degree, wouldn't that make everyone more of the same kind of person than a different kind of person? But then uh, no one can answer that really in my younger years. So, <laughs> But anyway, though, I'd say, yeah, don't stress college as much. Um, I would tell my younger self, yeah, there's um there's dumb people in the world, but trust me, your mind and your high school self can't imagine how many more dumb people there are in the world once you leave high school. Mm-hmm. There, there's infinite amounts of stupidity out there. And just trust me, you'll probably encounter most of them working your jobs. So just, just don't stress out that much. Realize probably hmm, 70, 80, 90% of people with finances, they're doing absolutely worse than you, even though you're graduating high school. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't stress that out that much. It's like you will do just fine with the intelligence level you have straight out of high school. Uh, you can always, I think we did a, a podcast a while ago, or maybe a couple of years ago, about YouTube University versus college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I wasn't stressed about going to college. Um, I'm pretty sure I told y'all, like, my dad just kind of like, hey, why don't you go over here and talk to this guy mm-hmm. at ECPI? And I went and I talked to him. And next day I know I'm enrolled. I don't know how I became enrolled. <laughs> but, I mean, since I was like, well, shit, since I'm here, I might as well just do the work. 
and then mm-hmm. two and a half years later, here I am with a degree. Um, Kenny, what about you? Huh? Um. Because you had you had different experiences than than most of us too. You have been overseas, so you experienced different cultures and stuff. Would you? Uh, I know you I don't regret over- that. No, I would have went overseas earlier. I would tell myself to go overseas earlier. Is there a particular reason just to get the experiences earlier or? Money. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like imagine, you know, I did that shit uh, like eight years earlier in my career. I probably have a, like a house and some stuff by now. <laughs> well, you live and learn. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't regret not doing over there, you know, like I said, but um, overseas earlier. I would have met, you know, like I already would have met my wife earlier, also. Mm. Yeah, but um, um, don't go to college. <laughs> like that's the lesson of the day, kids. Don't go to school. School's <laughs> whack. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, finish up high school. <laughs> high school, like for my degree, for. IT, I don't see it as important, like, as important to get a degree or anything like that. Like, you'd be like, oh, I got a bachelor's. And so I know people that got a master's and fucking stuff, and they're right next to me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Yeah, it's all about the certifications and stuff anyway, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, I mean, even so, like, even if, like, even if I was only making 65000 or something, me not having a college loan over my head and making sixty five thousand, I'm winning. Like, <laughs> so, but other than that, you know, just don't go to um college or go overseas earlier and stuff like that. Like, not go overseas to the areas where my brother was going. Like, no, hell no. But <laughs> he lived his best life. That's the part of the best decision he ever made, as far as he's concerned. Yeah, yeah, but he hazard zones are not fun. But um, yeah, that would have been it. I don't. I can't think of anything in particular, like a particular decision that I've made that I'm like, yeah, don't don't. I was rec- I was hella reckless, as y'all know. In my twenties, I was definitely hella reckless. I was uh, kind of feeling in- invincible. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, but it's. It's like you remember in uh in Endgame where Tony Stark five to five years went past and Tony Stark had a kid even though half the population is dead type of thing. It's kinda like I don't as far as my daughter's concerned, I love my daughter, obviously. I love that she's in my life, I love that she exists. So I don't regret her at all. Yeah. But the person that you had it with? Yeah, maybe. The if decision it, maybe, that I probably you decided to make. Yeah. Like, so the, my advice I'll give to my younger self is, yeah, don't don't shoot up the club so willingly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, be, know your, know your person. Know your mate. Know who you're dealing with. Know your worth. More so, huh? Know your worth. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, so know who you're dealing with. Know the type of person you're dealing with, because then that can translate over to who you're gonna be making into a mother. 
and who you could be attached to for X amount of years. You know what I'm saying? And that could be real shaky. That could be a stressful 18 years, depending on the relationship you have with the mother or the father, whatever. It could be stressful, or it may be the most beautiful thing ever if you just have kids with the right person. So that being said, I feel like, I feel like, and now in hindsight, so I've noticed that with, with y'all, I realized that my daughter is a teenager, right? I'm the only one outside of us four, like me, you, James, and all that, that has kids. I remember somebody wanted to have kids at the age of 24, 25. I remember, right? <laughs> so you about to trigger Alex. But uh, <laughs> so with the advice, maybe I should have, if I had that talk with y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all would have talked me out of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get her pregnant. I'm about to have a family this then a third welcome jock uh i don't know if you can hear me yeah i can hear you yes welcome he he just got no never mind i ain't gonna put his business out there but he was uh vulnerable when i told him to hop in <laughs> <laughs> apologies jock i also thought it was sunday that i looked back it was like oh no it's today just an hour later yeah i'm like okay we need to start officially scheduling these because i feel like no one ever knows except dante when there's an actual podcast well me and alex knows but i was got I mean, confused I, I afterwards <laughs> yeah, so imagine how i feel i know even more just kenny just knows because i live here because he lives with me when he moves <laughs> next week it's gonna be rough yeah i don't i know i don't ever tell kitty because i know alex you're gonna tell kitty <laughs> So I just like I tell Alex. Alex tells everybody on that side of the world, but hey, man, um, listen, I don't like these duties you assigned me, man. Ah, <laughs> right, yeah, I'm gonna stop doing them. You'll be looking real silly in a couple weeks. I'd say no one shows up for podcasts. That's fine. I'll just reschedule for another day. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, that that will teach me my lesson. That will be the advice I would give a weak younger self. To uh, you know, like not don't just leave things to chance. Don't just assume. Alex is going to know what the fuck I'm talking about a week from now. No, nah, well, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Jock, um, we were discussing advice we would give our younger selves. Uh, I don't know what kind of life you have led. <laughs> so, But do you uh, have any advice you would give your younger self? Um, A couple, actually. Uh, very specific to me, I would say probably the top one would be uh, spend less time being a romantic and chasing girls and more time just like getting just just getting like real life experience versus just like pursuing like fantasies. And this is obviously with like the knowledge of like, yeah, and 10, 20 years from, you know, when I first hit puberty, there's going to be, like, society's going to be so shitted. Like, no one should ever date. Um, but also, like, that's probably, like, the first piece of advice is just, like, yeah, like, it's not that serious. Like, yeah, like, you might feel really invested in this person now, but, like, ten years later, you'll forget their name. You know? Kind of thing. So it's, like, don't spend as much time on that as, like, you feel like you should. Because it's, it's not going to pay off. The second piece of advice I would give is probably just, like, learn financial literacy a lot earlier than I did. Because, like, knowing that 
alone could have changed, I mean, could have, would have absolutely changed my entire life. Um, actually, knowing both things would have absolutely changed my entire life. But I would say, yeah, it's, it, would, it would be that. It would be like, don't be so into falling in love and like learn financial literacy like as early as you can. Those my two big pieces. Yeah, I definitely um, should have learned financial literacy. I like maybe a few years ago, I discovered that my brother has A1 credit. Um, and I was kind of like, yo, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> but then I can't put the blame on him. I'm saying it's not his fault. I mean, I don't know what he was going through at that time. For, uh, at that time, but I mean, I can't put that blame on him. Um, it's up to me to put myself in the in a space where I can learn, educate. I mean, this is the information age, right? We got Google. There's no reason people. If you want to know something, there's no reason why someone can't learn it. Yeah, so, the the Google thing is. So I don't know if it could apply to our younger selves because when we were say like teenagers. Google wasn't really Google, like YouTube University or like Google University like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is like the whole like, so like there's things that you want to look into. Like there's a lot of college courses that are just available online. And I'm like, how long has this been a thing? Right. But I would say like when we were kids, information wasn't exact. It was available, but it wasn't as like ridiculously available as it is today. Yeah, I can agree. But yeah, so I mean, um, so it's, I really, like I was telling before you came on, I was telling them that, I was telling Alex and Kenny that I really don't know anything on top of my head that I could give to my younger self, any advice, because I, everything I didn't do, I that made, that caused me to fail, it taught me a lesson and I grew from it. So it's kind of like, what can you, if you think like that, is there really an advice that you would really want to take or do you just take your faults and just roll with the punches and be like, well, here I am, I'm growing, I'm learning. You know what's so funny about that? I've asked myself that. So, because I was thinking um, about saying to just like take the advice of older, wiser men and women. And then I, it dawned on me that like, okay, but like, how the fuck was I supposed to tell the difference? You know, so it's like, because like a lot of times people give bad advice and it's not that like the person's stupid or, or doesn't mean well, like many parents give terrible advice. It's just like, they don't know. And it's almost like, yeah, like maybe you don't know, like where are you really someone who's, who's in a position to advise you on yourself like that necessarily, even though it is you, mm -hmm. you know, like do you really know what would have changed if you did X, Y, and Z? Do you really know what you did wrong? You know, like those are bad questions. Matt, so when you bring up parents, <laughs> Matt, the, some advice I will give my younger self is uh, probably, hmm, let me think. I'm trying to find a way to articulate it. So my dad, he has not, he, has he told me two things. That, that sticks out and they're not bad it's not bad advice it's just how he put it out there was kind of like what the fuck he told me hey when you're going around to Louisiana domestic violence is a bitch I can't help you now that's good advice if you like just take it as that as that is good advice so then 
Alex, what you laughing at? So I'm just listening. So that so if I he I wish I would have got to know. I'm saying that to hopefully end up at the point where like he passed on a lot of things to me that, that I still use today, even though we started off Rocky. If Invite my advice to my younger self as far as my dad's concerned is take heed to what he say. Like take I took everything personal. Like I didn't like him that much. So I'm like, yo, man, fuck this dude. He ain't shit. He this, he that, blah, 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 blah. So if my advice I would give to my younger self as far as parents or as far as my dad is just like, yo, like he he did the best he could what he had or what he knew. And because he had experienced things in a certain type of way, he may offer advice, like try to find the I don't know. Trying to find the silver lining and what he's trying to say. Yeah, thank, thank you, Kenny. <laughs> you helped me out a lot there. Just trying to find a silver lining. Watch you struggle. Yeah, so I find a silver lining in what he's saying, and they're like, it's not like don't just take it like, oh, he's just being a dick or he's just being an asshole. He's saying that he was trying to tell me things, but he just wasn't <laughs> able to articulate it. Like I couldn't articulate that just now. And just take heed to his advice. Don't be don't don't be so hateful toward the man when he's just trying to do the best he can with me. That was the next thing I was going to say is being kinder to your parents. I think that's a piece of advice I could give my younger self. And um, another piece of the same token, watch people struggle and don't always step in. Yeah, Even, no shit. No. Because you mm-hmm. definitely watching me struggle and then thank God, oh, yeah. Kenny... Oh no, Alex is the king of that. <laughs> and I'm looking at so many. And what's crazy? So I'm looking dead at him, right? Yeah. And I know he see me having a hard time. And he's yeah. like But you know what, Dante? In that same breath, like you said, if you didn't make those mistakes or if you didn't struggle, how could you be a better person? Yeah, but thank God Kenny saved me. <laughs> yeah, he robbed you of your experience. Now you'll never get better. You'll never get that time back in your life no, to get not, that experience. No, that's not the same thing. No, got, whole different thing. <laughs> that's not the same uh, thing. Uh, you get your mind in check. He took it. Alex took that and ran completely left. <laughs> <for the moment. laughs> yeah, but no, struggle's not necessarily a bad thing. So were you mean to your parents, Alex? Sometimes. So you was a dick. Nah, not all the time. <laughs> Why can't you do That's what I said sometimes. I think there are moments. No, nah, I'm just like, you make your parents up sometimes. So you was a dick. How did that? Yeah, man, how did that translate? <laughs> I'm just saying Dante. So I was like, I, I didn't even go with the in-between with it. No, nah, I think I think as you grow older, especially teenage into leaving the house years, things like that. Yeah, man, sometimes you have some real serious conversations and you just get fed up as a child. It's like, yeah. I, I'm over it now. I'm not a child anymore. You, you can't speak to me in this kind of way anymore. So, like, yeah, I think in some moments, I think I probably did overstep the lines with it. Yeah, that, but I, I definitely agree with that one, too, with being kind to your parents. I wasn't mean to my mom because my mom would <laughs> beat the shit out of me if I said anything. I don't, if I ever crossed any type of line, mm-hmm. I got dealt with. So... <laughs> That sounds so bad. It sounds like abuse. When you grow older, and you can see from their perspective a lot more clear. Like yeah. when you look at stuff you did before and got chastised for, in your younger years, you're like, "Man, it wasn't even that big of a deal. I didn't even hit him that hard." I like, you know, like weird yeah. situations like that, right? But then you realize as an adult, like, yeah, that could have ruined my whole life. Like yeah. my life could be different if 
something else happened or something else occurred or I wasn't, you know, spoken to. So that's what I mean by things of saying, like, I now have that lived experience. And you can only speculate so much before living and doing it changes everything on how you see it. You know, like for Kenny, living overseas is different than just watching documentaries about overseas. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different world living it every day versus, you know, breathing, seeing it, or watching about it. Tony, I had this conversation yesterday with someone about like violence. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know how people really glorify revolution? Mm-hmm. You know, and they glorify the fact that like there's like civil unrest and like there's like these riots and all that shit. And I remember talking to her and, you know, she was like, yeah, it's good. You know, like the fires are like lighting the revolution. She was very poetic about it. And at one point, she was real poetic about it. She generally, there was a moment where like she looked out into the distance, the light was hitting her face. This was at night. And she was just like, yeah, and the fires, the light will spark the revolution. And I'm sitting there just like, was you in war? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. whoa, well, sorry, sorry, yeah, whoa, well. talk all good <laughs> So then my follow-up question was like it wasn't even a question, it was a realization. It was like, holy shit, you've never been in a riot. You've never seen a riot up close. Mm-hmm. And she's you know, she's like thinking, it's like, have I? And I'm like, definitely no, have Yeah, if you ever yeah, think about it, then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like I have. That's not something that like you you don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's pretty fucking traumatic. Cause like one of the things about a riot, especially as a bystander, um, which is like that my only experience of it is as a bystander, not someone who's in it. It's like you feel so fucking helpless because you realize that like there's hundreds of people. They're completely out of control. They're animalistic. They're like they're they're out of they're, they're crazy. They're out of control. It's a temp, it's a moment of like mass hysteria, right? Like mass madness. And you're sitting there and you're just like, you know, your children, an old man, a couple of women, and then more children, right? And you're looking at these people and it's like if they and it, and also like you can't show that like you can't panic. Cause like if you start screaming like holy shit, then like they're definitely coming for you. But your fear is like someone's gonna notice you. Kind of like if you watch a herd of fucking zombies go by. You know, it's like you don't make any sound. They're, they're probably just gonna keep going and just like, you know, wreck whatever. But like your fear is that like some of them are gonna notice you and they're gonna turn around and decide to like do some fucked up shit to you, whatever it could be. Because like society is broken down because you're in a fucking riot. And it was interesting to me that like, of course, like someone who has never experienced this. Who probably their experience of it is like watching movies and like, you know, probably saw the purge and thought it was cool. You know, actually, no, that might have been too far. The purge was kind of objectively bad. But like someone who like thinks like these these revolutions like something glorable, you know, where it's like the fire is beautiful, burning people's shops is beautiful. When in reality, it's like, no, like a riot is pretty fucking horrific. And like, don't speak on violence that you have not experienced at least to like a a second person point of view wait was that third person i think it'll be third third, it's third person my guy yeah because i didn't want to say first person because like that would mean i was the actual rights here but like yeah Yeah. so third person Mm -hmm. you know it's like don't like like don't speak in violence that you don't understand and certainly don't fucking call for it yeah but it's the of violence in america that's what we do we do violence oh yeah Way too much of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty content with how things turned out, with with or without the advice of future me. I think I did the best I could with it. There yeah. are some situations that I did leave prolonged that could have ended a lot quicker, but you know, I'm not I'm not really upset that it went the way it did. Yeah, I mean, I could have. I kind of feel similar. I mean, I probably could have did without some experiences, but because of those experiences, I mean, I would like to think I'm a better person of it because of it. Hopefully, what y'all think? What you think, Alex? I think you're pretty crappy. Oh, I think shit. I have a lot of work to do. Well, <laughs> well Damn, got a long way wow. to go. <laughs> Damn, man. I think you need to start working out more, Dante. You so taking care of your health more. But okay, quick tangent. Keep it real mm-hmm. brief. Uh, advice to younger self. Hold on, quick tangent. You can't really keep a tangent brief. Go ahead, man. <laughs> how can you not keep a tangent you can keep a tangent brief just anyway uh, you know I don't feel like talk about it no more Kenny just blew me just now no <laughs> talk about it no I think it was no so no no it's just like I was like I'm your tangent I was like alright he'll go talk for a little bit try to keep it brief but then you just you literally just said for a little bit talk for a little bit that's brief but that's neither here nor there the point is Alex did uh, make a another point that I thought of just now. I always relied when I was younger. I was, as y'all know, I was skinny as shit, right? So my metabolism was just extremely high, and I think I relied on that. that I was gonna be like that longer than I thought. Advice to younger self: Hey, pay attention to your health. Don't get fat like you are now. Work and out. That sounds like be like Alex. Be like Kenny. Alex tried to uh, kill me. Uh, a very long time ago, Jock, just to let you know. A long um, time ago? Yeah, it was years ago. Was, I did not. We just worked out arms and he, that was no, it. No, he worked out at the level he's accustomed to. Me being green as fuck, not knowing what the fuck uh, uh, equipment is. I just know a treadmill and I know a track. It this was man, one jagged bar, Dante. This man lapped me four times on a, on a little track. And I was about I to pass to run out. Track. And he was what like, do you man, expect? And like, what you doing, man? Keep up, motherfucker, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then just, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're lying. But anyway, okay, regardless of all that. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't oh, just skip over Just gloss over. <laughs> just gloss, no. gloss over a lie. <laughs> yes, no, that's not okay. But no, 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 no. Okay, he didn't say that. What I exaggerated yeah, the story. I, I saw it up the I, I ignored it. If I see her, so keep ignoring shit like you do. I don't know what happened out that window, but that's out there. But uh, yeah, advice to younger stuff. I would like, I would pay more attention to your health. health. Yeah. Yeah, it's very no, important. But it's not. It's not. The thing is, it's never too late. Luckily, there's a yeah. factor of newbie gains, so you can lose weight real quick. I don't know. There, there is a point where it's too late. Uh. Yeah. Well, well, what's the and point? I, well, what's, what's the, the point of no return? He, he forty. Uh, it depends on you. Depends on your genes. Depends on your disabilities. Depends on how heavy you are. I mean, Dante that heavy. I mean, Dante's not at the point of no return. Yeah. But there is a point of no return where it's just like, <laughs> hey. I mean, I've, uh, I mean, I've seen some man. I've seen some. Yeah, but they're like in their thirties. These people you've seen. No, I meant like yeah, those like people you, that are like on those like, yeah, 600 or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, they're like in their 30s. Yeah. Like their body, they're young, so their body can still withhold that. 
That's why you don't see those people at age 40, 50, 60. 80, they 90. gone. They in the dirt. The dirt's holding that <laughs> weight now. Hey, but, but yeah, that's I mean, uh... Yeah, that's that's the other thing. It's like that's that's advice I give to myself super young, even though I learned it young, it's just like there are points of no return in life. They do exist. The entire notion of you can start anything with no, you can't. I'm not gonna be as good of a Shaolin monk as someone doing it when they're doing it since 10. Oh, I'm not like there are certain skill caps that are there in life, and it happens. Are you referring to the memes that say this person was this at age 36? Like there's no oh, time yeah. limit. And being nah, my great favorite thing. Like people are like, "Ah, oh, Oprah didn't get her break until she was like forty something." I'm like, "Yeah, it's Oprah. How many Oprahs in the world? Are you Oprah? Are, is that the life you live? Like, this is a one in how many people chance this to happen? Mm-hmm. So you're using Oprah all these started. ridiculous outliers to be like, that could be you. Oprah, Oprah started it when when it was still new. Yeah, like yeah, I realized the market's totally different, completely different from Oprah time period to now. So yeah, yeah, I get it. It's here to encourage hope and motivation, sure, but like, I think that's a BS way to do it because yeah, it's just not realistic. That's like being like, don't keep on overspending. One day you can win the lottery and be a millionaire, and it won't matter anymore. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, true, you could, but what's the chance of that happening? Yeah, but then what? But then what if it does happen to someone though? Then the like, luck. what would you? <laughs> it's called the survivor's it's, bias. It's, yeah. it's all of this is like. Um, so the only people who ever give speeches on how to be successful are the people who are successful. And the assumption is that like, when they tell you their story, they're like, oh, this is how successful people are made. But if you actually look at most people who did exactly what they did, they're broke. Yeah. Like, this is so common. Like, you'll see, it's like, oh yeah, like this person just like, you know, went on the road and like did this and did that. And then just one day they just met someone and like, they got like a million dollars. It's like... Yeah, that's an extreme outlier. Most people who try for that life fail miserably. Let me tell you an example of the same thing I said to you. Remember when I said be nicer to your parents? Mm -hmm. This is a prime example. I was talking with my mom like a month or two ago, right? This is when like the the Mega Millions was like, I don't know, like close to a billion. Just some ridiculous number. And then, you know, everyone's like, I'm going to play it, right? So my mom's like, I'm going to play it. I'm like, mom, why? She's like, because that could be me. And I'm like, but it won't be you. And she was like... But what if it is? Well, I guess I'll take out the chin and you'll be a billionaire, but it's not going to be you. Listen, I, was... I have the numbers to, to to back my side, Mom. You will not be the one to win this. And she's like, but I could win this. And I said, Mom, how much money have you spent on the lottery in your life? And she's like, this is my first time playing it. I'm like, Mom, you're such a fucking liar. <laughs> Mom, imagine in the world where you didn't put money into the lottery and you put all that money in a random stock. Imagine how much more money you would have if you did that instead. And she was like, mm-hmm. but that I could be the winner, though. And I'm like, I swear, this is so predatory on people's hope. Like, I hate things that prey on people's hope because they're always like, but this could be you. And I'm like, but it won't be you. That That's not you. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. It wouldn't have much money as a death sentence anyway. It's a death Yeah, I mean, it's a death sentence anyway, regardless of it. But that's what I mean when I say things like, I could have handled that with more tact with my mom and not been so mean with her. But for so granted, aggressive. she's much she's much older. She's from a much more horrible place than America. She can handle it. Like for her, it's just another day. But you know, by our standards, I'm like, yeah, you know, I probably could handle that with a little bit more tact. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I actually wish I was meaner to my parents. Like I like I would say like be meaner to your parents. 
because like so this is something that like i didn't realize until i was like a lot older is like one of the reasons they were so just like crushing and just overbearing was because i was i was a docile kid you know i was pretty easy to push around like i got bullied and you know so on and so forth and it wasn't until i started like i remember like the first time my dad and i actually got into a physical fight i'm like things changed oh you're not the only one you that's know? good i mean that's bad yeah. but that's good like it's just what it is it's like because the thing that I discovered then is that also as I, as I got older is that actually my parents are extremely docile people outside of the house. Like their bosses say something, their friends say something, they're like, you know, <laughs> you know, and then like, in the house. Up, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, sir. Well, well, I got to do, sir. I got you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Very, you know, very just like, you no, know, do what others tell them, expect of them. And, you know, once I discovered this, I realized that, like, I just spent my whole childhood being afraid of, I don't want to say nothing, because there's a chance they would have just retaliated in some fucked up way, but I think I would have been better off being someone who stands up for himself than growing up as someone who, like, can never, no matter where I was, until I had to get my independence, and then I just had to learn at, like, fucking 20 to have a backbone. And that's, that's not that's, an easy room to grow at twenty. What's yeah, that's up? interesting you say that because because I got I was bullied too, right? In middle school or in school. And because I got bullied, it's because I now I'm able to have a retort. I'm able to like respond and say something very sarcastic and you know what I'm saying, and dumb and make people be like, Oh wow, that's disrespectful or hmm. whatever the case may be. But because of me being bullied, I've learned to respond the way that I typically respond in just conversations now. So I mean, but in hindsight, I mean, that's like, it's like a, a, t a skill I had to learn. I've never been bullied. I mean, you probably was deezed up all your life. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked like the bully. <laughs> Kenny probably was the bully, actually. I, I was not a bully. I was actually a real chill person. Okay. Like, I was just like, I never was bullied. Like, yeah, of course, you know, people always like crack jokes back in the day. because that's just fucking kids. And I did that to everybody. But, um, sure, I cracked back on some of the fools, too. But um, but like bully wise, no, I never nobody ever like was like push me or do anything like that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I never got physically bullied. I don't oh. think. Um, people just always talk yeah, to me, you know, because like glasses, because I wear glasses. Oh, I actually yeah. probably can relate. Oh, they play eh, four eyes. Mm, four eyes. Four about to yeah. be more than one than your bitch like, ass. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, part of me watches young me just kick some of them kids in the face. I knew I'd be a different person. <laughs> kicking people in the face. Well, I mean, like I've I've physically know, like put hands on people. If like I'm like, yo, they're not gonna stop until I make an example. Yeah, until you make an example of them. And yeah, so but... even like that, I carry that that into adulthood. <laughs> like I'm not physical with them, but you have mm -hmm. to like make like... a point. <laughs> you have to make oh, an example point. out of somebody. So them to like you know what I'm saying. It just happens. But like I'm not saying like I was physically. Because, I mean, I don't know physically bullied. I don't know. I still sit surprised that some people get bullied, like, I, and not surprised. It's a little saddening, actually. Here people get bullied as their adult age by, like, coworkers and stuff. Yeah, that's weird. That's just. Because I work HR. Yeah, it's kind of so, like, that's sad. Like, I'm like, that's not, that's not right. That happens like, every I, day in my job. Yeah, that's, like, real shit. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's not right. Like, 
like I would I would not not say love to see it, but I would like to see it in person so I could you know be like, hey, that's not right. So I'm just like, hey, that's not right. Stop that. But like, I don't think anybody would try anything stupid around me in the first place. So yeah, you'd be surprised. Like you'd be surprised. Yeah, when, when the right people are around, you don't see it. It's like obviously people know me. You know, like first point of contact is me in HR. So when I'm around, people are always going to act differently than when I'm not there. Yeah. No matter what I say, how I act, they're going to act different because they realize I'm still HR that holds a specific amount of power. But it's the things that you don't see that I'm just like, I, you know, you can't really do much on. I have no evidence. I don't know what's happening. But uh, it's just sad to to see adult workplace bullying like still be a thing. Yeah, so yeah, it's just sad. Like I, I have people that like at my job that will like talk to other coworkers while I'm not around because I think they're afraid I'm gonna bebop they head in. So why you gotta be violent? Why are they afraid you? Well, it's the fact that it's just like, I'm big. Like I told you about the um, I had a uh, um, I talked with my boss and he was talking to me and I was standing up the whole time while he was talking. And like his voice was getting shaky, and he was like, "Hey man, can, can you please sit down when we're talking? Like you're really, you're a big guy, you're really intimidating." And I'm like, "Damn, bro, I didn't mean to scare you like that. Let me sit down." Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you probably said in that yeah. voice too, like no, I can you voice. I've done that before too. This guy I work with, he he like <laughs> six one, maybe three hundred something pounds or whatever. He kind of just jacked up. And he was standing, I was sitting down at the table eating my food, and he was standing beside me talking to me. And I'm just kind of like, yo, you don't sit your big ass down. Like, what you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are you standing over me? Like, it's kind of like, you trying to punk me or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro. And like, my boys at my gyms, they like crack jokes because usually when I walk up to them, and then over the gym, they'll stand up and be like, no, big ass, even had to stand up so I don't get fucked or nothing. <laughs> That's the right of violence, man. Hey, but, man, uh, just, you just don't want it to be you. That's all. But, so, summarize. We do, we have very little stuff we would give, advice we could give to our younger selves because we are content on how our life went. Is that what I'm uh, what I'm hearing from everyone? Yeah, I'm, probably ha- I'm really happy give with how take. my life went. Yeah, I'm really happy how my life went. Like, like I said, the only thing I would have don't told myself younger self was just go overseas earlier. Like, I would have just been like, you know, right when I got my security plus around 2012, go overseas. Because I would have went overseas from 2012 to when I got back in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, I probably wouldn't win anyway. I was close to sign up for uh, the guard. You wouldn't even have to go. I would have just brought you over there. Yeah. Let's say my EMS train, I went went there. I don't know. I would, actually, I would told my younger self go to church more. Oh no, Dante was so funny now. Dante's actually this man saying something. Church is a very interesting thing, bro. Like, yeah, no, like, just the experiences and learning. Like, yeah. regardless of my belief in the in any deity, I would love to just visit more churches and go. Just to understand and and learn more about people in the community around. Yeah, church is amazing for community. Me going to church myself, church is amazing. But I realized, like as I went to church so many times, I went to church for like two, three years, two years straight, mm-hmm. and uh, I found out there is more devils in the church than there is outside, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. preach and, and makes no sense. Like, it, it's like it has a community, 
of people. But the thing is, is how those people treat each other. I think it was because I went to a certain church. Like I think if I would have went to like a like a white people like, church, hell no, that's what I went to. And I think if I would have went to like a Spanish church or something around that where community <laughs> is <laughs> normally built in right there normally, I think it would have been a lot better. But um, yeah. I like black churches are great too, but I rather I stray away from those two. Um, you heard my ears, man. Yeah. <laughs> So loud. The whole it's like nine in the morning. Yeah, but it's just like <laughs> the one coming. Yeah, that's invigorating, son. I mean, I like get it. It's still shirt. loud. No, it's just not invigorating at all. That that's just aggravating. I'll be, Bring I'll, be, I'll, be not, I'll be falling asleep. Yeah, I know. I can't. I only good on Sunday. It's like you be falling asleep and you be falling asleep and the price be like yeah. You be like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyway, yeah, thank you for joining the conversation. Um, Say how your knees work on Sunday. <laughs> he stomped it so hard. He had that dead space as a Clark stop on Sunday. <laughs>